Coming up, a game for the ages in Buffalo and Jeff Saturday undefeated as an NFL head coach. This is Locked On Game to Game NFL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You are listening to Locked On Game to Game NFL local experts taking you from game to game in week 10 of the NFL season. I am your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Without a doubt, the game of the week, possibly the game of the season, an overtime thriller between the Vikings and the Bills. Locked On Vikings chimes in on the incredible comeback victory for Minnesota. It's the game of the year. The Vikings win 33 to 30 in overtime. One of the greatest games any of us have ever seen. Vikings at Bills. They come back from a 17 point deficit to overcome the best team in the league on the road. Inclement weather, everything against them, refs against them, all kinds of weird moments of luck. You, you can't take this one away from the Vikings. They're for real at eight and one, and they just knocked off the best team in the league. It's time to start looking at what this team can do in January. There's so much to talk about. Headline is probably Justin Jefferson, 193 yards career high for him. Some circus catches that will be on posters for the rest of time. Uh, Just so much from Jefferson, so much from Kirk Cousins after an abysmal start to the game, working the pocket, finding finding the inches as he likes to put it, um, finding absolute needles to thread with fantastic throws and even better Jefferson catches Um, an admirable performance from the defense against one of the most explosive offenses in football, probably the most explosive offense in football to hold them to 30 points in overtime, two picks for Patrick Peterson, both in the red zone and absolutely crucial moments of the game, including the final one and even performances from depth. We lose Christian Derrissaw to a concussion. Blake Brandell comes in and does admirably. We lose a Caleb Evans who was already a backup and then Andrew Booth and then Duke Shelley comes in and makes a game saving play right before the final play of the game. There is so much to love about this Vikings game. There's so much to break down about it. So we're going to need a whole podcast. So come on over to Locked on Vikings, wherever you find your favorite podcasts, and we'll try to break this baby down blow by blow. I will see you all there. Tom Brady and the Bucks turning back the clock in Munich as they held off a late charge from Seattle to get a win abroad. Locked on Bucks breaks down the win in Germany. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers hold off a late surge by the Seattle Seahawks to come away with a win in Germany. I am James Yarko, one of the hosts of Locked On Bucks, and the story for this game was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' rushing attack. Rookie Rashad White went for over 100 yards on the day while the Buccaneers' defense held Seattle Seahawks' threat Kenneth Walker to just 17 yards on the ground. Julio Jones got the early touchdown to give the Buccaneers a lead. And from there, it was about hanging on. The defense clamped down when they needed to, and the offense did enough to keep the clock rolling when Seattle cut the lead down to 21-16. That means the Buccaneers are now all alone in first place in the NFC South, heading back home and into their bye week at 5-5, five and five, winning two in a row after losing three straight. For more on this and all things Buccaneers, join my co-host David Harrison and I five days a week on the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
The Titans got Tannehill back behind center. That was enough to get Tennessee a win at home against the Broncos yesterday. Locked on Titans talks about how things went down in Nashville. Despite missing nearly half their starters on the defensive side of the ball, the Titans sacked Russell Wilson six times and win 17 to 10. My name is Tyler Roland, host of the Locked on Titans podcast. The Titans were missing up to eight starters at certain times during the game, but they completely stifled the Denver Broncos offense against six sacks on the day from essentially the Titans' backup defensive line led by Rashad Weaver, Demarcus Walker, Mario Edwards, and of course, one of the starters, Danico Autry. The Titans did give up a big play and a blown coverage, but other than that touchdown pass, the Titans completely took away everything the Broncos wanted to do, and it allowed the Titans on the offensive side of the ball to move pretty slowly, which we're accustomed to seeing them do. But the Titans' offense, buoyed by a two-minute drill touchdown at the end of the first half, was able to get some big plays in the passing game, which led to a 17-10 victory for the Titans as they moved to 6-3 and three on the year. For more analysis, make sure you check out the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Going live after the game to break down everything we saw Locked on Titans. It's your team every day. Coming up, TJ Watt's return sparks the Steelers and the Dolphins move into first place in the AFC East. This is Locked on Game to Game NFL. Today's edition of Game to Game is brought to you by Prize Picks. It's a super simple way to play daily fantasy sports. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. You're not competing against anyone else. You're just competing against those projections, which is why it makes it super simple. You download Prize Picks app, or you go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, PrizePix is going to give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NFL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Cardinals got a much-needed win in a matchup that featured two backup quarterbacks. Locked on Cardinals details how Arizona got it done without their starting QB. The Arizona Cardinals come out victorious in the backup quarterback bowl as they beat the L.A. Rams 27-17. Alex Clancy here, locked on Cardinals. Colt McCoy was efficient. Cliff Kingsbury's game plan was effective. And there are a couple new real standout stars on the Arizona Cardinals roster. Rondale Moore. It's no longer an exception to the rule. It's just a rule. Dude balled out. Zayvon Collins, one of the more stable pieces of the Arizona Cardinals defense. With the Seattle Seahawks losing and the Rams losing as well, although the Cardinals only moved to four and six, there could be a soon-to-be massive shift in the NFC West if these teams continue to beat each other, lose games, win games, jockey for position. It's going to be a fascinating final half of the season for the Arizona Cardinals and NFC West. Getting a huge victory today is just the first piece in the puzzle if the Cardinals want to turn around their season. You can check me out Monday through Friday, free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube for all your Arizona Cardinals news. The Giants fed Saquon Barkley on Sunday. They gave him the rock 35 times. Big Blue turned a big day on the ground into a victory over Houston. Locked on Texans once again talking about mistakes, while Locked on Giants goes over a win that takes their team to 7-2. and two. The New York Giants and Houston Texans 
kept it a lot more interesting than it probably should have been. But in the end, the Giants came out on top 24 to 16. Hi, everybody. Patricia Trainer reporting. And Giants running back Saquon Barkley logged a career-high 35 carries for 152 yards, his 16th career 100-yard rushing performance, and his fourth-highest career rushing total. The Giants were also two-for-two two in the red zone. But that being said, the Giants probably should have had more points as they were unable to convert on two Houston turnovers in the second half. That said, the Big Blue defense came to play. New York sacked Texans quarterback Davis Mills four times and hit him 12 times, with Dexter Lawrence leading the way on, with five of those hits and one sack. The Giants also managed to hold running back Damian Pierce, who had the sixth highest rushing yardage total coming into this game, to just 94 yards on 17 carries, his long being 44 yards. With the win, the Giants advanced to 7-2 and two on the season as they continue to make a push for their first postseason berth since 2016. The 7-2 mark, by the way, is the Giants' best start since the 2008 season. For more on the game, be sure to keep it here on the Locked on Giants podcast. With the Bills falling apart in Buffalo, that opened the door for the Dolphins to take control of the AFC East. Locked on Dolphins talks about a lopsided win against Cleveland. The Miami Dolphins finally piecing together that complete team victory that has eluded them this season, defeating the Cleveland Browns by a score of 39-17 to in Week 10 to push the Dolphins' record to 7-3. This was an impressive all-around performance with newcomer Bradley Chubb helping Christian Wilkins, Melvin Ingram, and Jalen Phillips up front to pressure Browns quarterback Jacoby Brissett. Meanwhile, newcomer Jeff Wilson helping to engineer a rushing attack that posted nearly 200 yards on the ground to go along with 285 passing yards and three touchdowns from Tua Tagovailoa. You wanted a complete victory, Miami? Well, congratulations. You've got one. And now the team is at first place in the AFC East, entering into their Week 11 bye before coming back and playing at Hard Rock Stadium in Week 12 against the Houston Texans. Not many people at all had faith in Jeff Saturday taking over the Colts with no prior college or NFL coaching experience, but that's why we play the games. He now stands at 1-0 as the Colts interim head coach after beating the Raiders in Vegas. Locked on Colts tells you how Saturday and Indy proved everybody wrong. The Indianapolis Colts just keep getting more and more interesting. After an insane week featuring a coaching change and an unprecedented interim hire, the Colts leave Las Vegas with a 25-20 victory over the Raiders. Hey everybody, this is Jake Arthur of the Locked on Colts podcast. The Colts became a laughingstock this week after owner Jim Irsay brought in Jeff Saturday as their interim head coach against the better wishes of his top executives. Saturday's head coaching experience ended at the high school level and he wasn't a current member of the Colts staff, so these players and the guys in the building really had no ties to him. None of that mattered on Sunday as the offense, led by new play caller Parks Frazier, and the return of Matt Ryan as the starting quarterback, had one of its most productive days of the season. The line allowed Jonathan Taylor to have a big day with over 150 yards of offense and a touchdown, and Paris Campbell and Kylan Granson both had why they drafted him days, so we like to call them on the podcast. On the defensive side of the ball, Raiders stars Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs, they did their thing. They had their day. Uh, both of them, you're never going to be mad about seeing those guys do do their thing. But the 
the Colts didn't let the small-time role players beat them, which is always a good thing that you want to see from the defense. Uh, the Colts line bed, led by DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart. They set a solid tone throughout the game. And ultimately, Colts cornerback Stephon Gilmore for like the third or fourth time this season, uh, he decided that all the back and forth in the fourth quarter was over and he broke up the Raiders' final pass attempt to end the game. We'll have much more on this crazy team this week on Locked on Colts. Check us out every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We're part of the Locked on Podcast Network your team every day. The Niners and Chargers went down to the wire in San Francisco on Sunday night football and our Locked On Chargers toast recaps the finale in an exciting football Sunday. After a promising start, the Chargers could not hold on to a six-point halftime lead as the San Francisco 49ers bullied them and shut them out in the second half. This is Daniel Wade from Locked On Chargers coming to you after the Chargers' 22-16 loss to the 49ers on Sunday night football. And the Chargers offense absolutely disappeared in the second half. They got goose-egged in the second half by this good 49ers defense, and it turned into Basically the same thing, running the ball on first down, getting behind the sticks, and having Justin Herbert try to bail them out against a very, very good 49ers defense. The offense had five drives that all ended in either a punt, a turnover on downs, or an interception in the second half. And the Chargers offense is ravaged by injuries, but they just couldn't get anything done and they needed more from their offense. Even though the defense gave up a ton of rushing yards and got gashed at times, they gave the Chargers offense multiple opportunities to extend their lead, to retake the lead, to go and win this game. And the Chargers offense couldn't do anything about it. Now has to get ready for a tough divisional matchup next week against the Kansas City Chiefs and hope they have a better primetime showing. But for the full game breakdown, make sure you're following the Locked On Chargers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Jacksonville Jaguars came out with some aggressive play calling in Kansas City, but they didn't quite have the talent to turn that into a win against the Chiefs. Locked on Chiefs and Locked on Jaguars goes over the details from both sides. The Kansas City Chiefs got the win versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence and the dominant doing it. I'm Ryan Tracy from Locked On Chiefs, and this is what happens when you just bide your time and let things come together. A tough-fought contest, kudos to the Jacksonville Jaguars, but just wasn't enough to put up with Patrick Mahomes despite a late-game interception. The Chiefs' defense stood up and took out Travis Etienne in the run game, a guy that has been super hot across the league, making a statement that, yes, they were still here, and Tyreek Hill aside, they can still move the ball in big chunks. In the end, by the day it was over, the Buffalo Bills had lost. Now the Chiefs have sole control of the top seed in the AFC and control their destiny from here on out. This is a team that still has room to improve and definitely has room to take the NFL by the horns and put it where it wants it. We're going to cover it all, all this week on Locked On Chiefs, your team every day. The Jaguars fall in Kansas City. I'm Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars daily podcast. They started out aggressively, but Aggression doesn't mean anything if it doesn't end up in points. And the Jaguars took too long to score, getting in Kansas City territory three straight times and coming away with no points before the Chiefs got off to a lead. And then when the Jaguars tried to come back, they kept missing field goals. 27 to 17 is the final score. And it's just that they're just not good enough to play that way against these types of teams. In fact, they're not good enough to compete with these teams because they don't have a pass rush right now and they're still too inconsistent on their play on the offensive line. 27-17, bye week, and then they got the Ravens.
TJ Watt returned for Pittsburgh and spurred his team to a win at home against the Saints yesterday. Locked on Steelers tells us how they got things done on Sunday afternoon. I'm Chris Carter, and this is a Locked On Now from the Locked On Steelers podcast here at Acrisure Stadium. Just after the Steelers have beaten the Saints 20-10, the Steelers' defense showed up in huge ways in this game. They get two interceptions, one from DeMonte Casey, another from Levi Wallace, both coming clutch situations in the fourth quarter to give the Steelers a chance to win this late. Even when the offense stalled, the defense found ways to rise up in this game. Really good play from DeMonte Casey over the middle, but also his interception came off a tip of Levi Wallace. Levi Wallace also came down with a one-on-one -on -one interception deep down the sideline. He was huge in this game. Alex Highsmith also, also two sacks. Should have had two and a half, but wasn't credited with it, so that's something that he was actually upset about in the locker room, but there's a lot of really good signs about the defense right now with the return of T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt didn't single-handedly crush this game, but his presence on the field allows for other players to succeed. This is why we've been saying all season long here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, this was always about getting him back on the field, getting healthy, so that the whole defense can play as a true team, and they did in this game, even without Minka Fitzpatrick, who was out because of appendicitis. And the quick adjustments. We talked to DeMonte KZ in the locker room. He talked about, yeah, I had a whole plan going into this game. I had to switch it up once Minka was out because we had to switch roles, but they were prepared. This veteran secondary made a lot of really good plays in this game. You saw Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi doing their work up front, and the Steelers come away with a good team win. Also, Najee Harris, 20 carries, 99 yards. That's the kind of game that you need from a running back. Jalen Warren, not as successful on the ground, but three catches for 40 yards through the air and had some big plays in the fourth quarter. Even when Kenny Pickett struggled, this offense found ways to pick him up with it. Pickett with a touchdown rush, no interceptions in this game, and was able, was able to make some nice reads to put his players in position. But it was George Pickens who got in the end zone, as well as Kenny Pickett in this game with, with short rushes from the one-yard line. The Steelers found a way to win against the Saints and the losing streak, get back into the win column. Now, now, they're three and six, and next week they face the Cincinnati Bengals. But we'll break down all the things that happen in this game and what, the, what they need to keep doing moving forward with a full episode of the Locked On Steelers podcast coming up soon on this channel. Again, I'm Chris Carter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. We'll be back here with a full episode of Locked On Steelers very soon. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game NFL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go and subscribe to Locked On NFL and your favorite team's Locked On podcast, both on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.